0: He had a shop also in the Eric Street Shopping Centre and also one at um, Broadway Fair in Netherlands. Both of those are now IGA stores. Uh, His son, particularly Alan, uh, involved in the uh, redevelopment of Cottesloe, whether it's going to be High Rise or... Low Rise or whatever Rise, it's Mark P. They own the site of the what's the Lido now? It used to be the Lido nightclub, and what next door was the Lido Gardens, which were run by the Hatfields. We'll talk about that later. Um, Then on was the corner shop, which is now Vans, which is very in place to eat. It was just a, a delicatessen in its... Early days, and run by Mrs. Van. Uh, she married a Mr. Van, who had another bit of his name. He was from Holland, and that was dropped, and they just became the Vans. And because um, Australia tends to do that, <laughs> but anyway, it was um, it was sufficient for the name on the shop. Um, it was cold meats and what have you sort of shop there was no provision for sitting down to eat at that time. Later owners included Dolly Scott and her husband um, she was a very bright soul and they lived in a semi-detached house in League Street just up from Napoleon Street. Um, eventually over the years it's expanded to be its very smart layout and very popular. On the opposite corner Uh, of Napoleon Street was a haberdashery Manchester shop. It was called Buchanan's and was owned by Miss Buchanan. And she ran a very good shop. There was dress material, curtain fabric, um, sewing cottons, knitting wool, buttons, ribbons, all the stuff that you'd need to... um... So uh, as time went on after Second World War, the, the... more fabrics became available, more colourful, and the serviceable stuff went away and we got some different-looking things. There were counters of various lengths uh, down the two walls of the shop and in the centre there were a few uh, square blocks on which models would be draped with with fabric and... uh, What have you. Um, There was also a very high table, and uh, there were stools provided to sit at this, and on it would be the pattern books, McCall's, Buttrick, and so on. The idea was to look through, find the one you hope you want, and get the number, and go to the counter and ask did they have it in the drawers which were behind the counter. If they didn't, they would try to get it in for you. So that was quite a good service. Of course, then they hope you would buy the fabric from them to make the thing. Um, uh, There were also chairs at the counters to sit, like benchwood chairs, so that you could sit while you were being attended to. And there was always a long metal measure on the counter for measuring the fabric. Um, One of the long-term employees there was Miss Woodbridge. She lived in Curtin Avenue, just around, oh, two doors down from Rosser Street. She lived there for all her life, I think. Um, <coughs> continuing back down that side of Napoleon, there were a couple of shops that there was a facade of green and black tiles. One of them was a hairdresser shop and the other was a, a greengrocer shop. I can't remember the name of the people there. Um, there was also another cake shop there, and that was run by Mrs Bice. And Mrs Bice lived on Stirling Highway opposite Star of the Sea Church, corner of Perth Street. She had a daughter called Brenda, a son called Ray. Uh, Brenda became a music theatre performer, and I remember seeing her at His Majesty's in 1948 in Sally, which was a musical uh, which was based roughly on Marilyn Miller, a Broadway performer, and um, she championed the song, Look for the Silver Lining, and that appeared in Sally. And I can remember sitting in The Gods of His Majesty's Age Nine, thinking this was wonderful.